Chats from the Blog Cabin. Your favorite podcast is here. Welcome back to another episode of Chats from the Blog Cabin. You know the show where I virtually invite people into the blog cabin to chat about life. And today we're chatting all about women, women in the workplace, women returning to work, women that are trying to balance the mom role as well as the work role. And joining me today is Dr. Sharon. Um, Dr. Sharon, thank you so much for coming on and sharing about, you know, why it's important to, for most importantly, women to have mentors yes. in the workplace. Absolutely. I don't know what I would do without my mentors and all of my clients, Melissa, too. Thank you for having me on your show. And uh, and and I just uh, I can't say enough about the importance of support in our lives and having those mentors, having the support communities to, to help us to achieve our dreams. So before we get into that, tell us a little bit about yourself and tell us how you became what what you are right now. Absolutely. Well, I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I'm also a founder and CEO of Inside Out Learning. And we do uh, all kinds of transformative learning programs from coaching for professionals and leaders to leadership team offsites and also professional and leadership training programs. And we really specialize in helping people to find their authentic selves and to be that in the world and to do their calling in the world as well in terms of what is your brand and what are you here to do and who are you here to be and to transform more into that. Because I find that when we are, when we do that, we are much more fulfilled. So how did you get into this field? Uh, I, you know, I was very fortunate. I went from my undergraduate and degree to Cornell University's graduate program in industrial and labor relations. And from there went into a Fortune 500 company. And when I was there, I was in human resources and they put me in front of a room and said, we need you to do this training program. And I did it and I said, "This, I love this. This was really my calling that I found early on in my 20s. And I just uh, knew that I wanted to specialize in training and development. So they gave me a job in their international training and development department. And then I went back and got my doctorate at Columbia University in leadership and organization development, uh, because that's what I love to do. And Mm -hmm. I started my own business when I was in that program, because so many of the fellow students Uh, They said, you're good at what you do. We'd hire you in an instant. And these were places like GE's Leadership Development Center and very uh, big companies. And so I decided to take the leap of faith and go out on my own. Wow, that's a huge leap of faith because a lot of women don't have the faith in themselves to want to start a business. You know, they have the passion, but they're always like that self-doubt, like, how can I make it in a man's world? So let's talk about that. Yes. uh, So, so important. And one of the reasons the name of my business is Inside Out Learning is because I believe what's on the inside is reflected in our outer environment. So if we're not believing in ourselves and not confident in ourselves, and we find that we're not getting those great opportunities that we'd love to be receiving. And so we really have to continue to work 
on our inner confidence. And there is uh, research on this because I've been an adjunct faculty at both Columbia and the Center for Creative Leadership. And we've done research on this, that women really benefit from having supportive relationships in their life. And in fact, they develop and grow more from that. So sometimes when I didn't believe in myself, having a mentor uh, or having a coach that believed in me really helped me to believe in myself. When they can hold up a mirror and say, do you realize you're good at this? Did you just see what you did? And to really help us overcome that imposter syndrome of, you know, someone's going to figure out that I'm really not good at this. And, and that's what really helped me was, was having amazing support system in my life. That imposter syndrome wears its ugly head all the time. It really does. Yes, I know. And I find like as we take new steps in life, right, like now I'm putting a book in the world and, uh, and, and going on podcasts and, and media, and I find that now that imposter syndrome can still come up, especially when you're in front of, you know, getting interviewed for Forbes or anything like that. It's like, oh, are they going to find out that little voice in your head? that says, oh, I'm, are they going to find out that maybe, you know, I'm not that good? And you just don't know where that's coming from. But we've got to get in control of that. And to have those support systems in our life, like I love going to my, my women's president organization. Uh, I love going to the meetings once a month because they we uplift one another. Mm. You know, we, we help to instill that confidence. Yes, you are ready. Yes, you can do this. And see, that's what that's the big thing with the imposter syndrome. I struggle with it like daily, especially coming on here on this uh, show. I, you never know it, but I have a lot of anxiety, and I used to have the worst anxiety about being in front of a camera. And it wasn't until a mindset coach challenged me and said, "Go live and talk about one of your values." That chats on the blog cabin happened, and it was during COVID. But I found out that if I was talking to somebody else, like I was talking to a friend, I pulled a friend on, that I was a lot easier for me to do it than if I just went live by myself. Yes, that's fabulous. And you seem really comfortable and see, no one knows it's going on inside of you, right? You just, mm -hmm. but it is how we feel inside. And uh, I just think it's awesome what you've started. So you mentioned your book. Let's talk about your book. It's called The Authenticity Code. Woo, that word. Yes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so let's talk about that. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's a fabulous book. It is based on a program that we and my company, I've been doing this for 20 years now. And this program has been taken around the world uh, to various Fortune 500, small and mid-sized businesses. And we've really seen transformation where people are able to land their dream job, get promoted, make a big sale or some sort of other major business impact and even feel more fulfilled in your personal lives as well. Mm -hmm. Because when you are more authentic and you're doing what you came here to do and being who you came here to be, you're happier, you're more fulfilled in life. And the, the book is laid out as a parable. So it's really fun to read. It's about two professionals who are competing for the same job. Uh, and, the, and, and the story that they have to learn about their presence and their presentation skills in order to see who gets the job. And then at the end of every chapter, you can relate what you learned in that chapter and the tools to your own life. And so it's really kind of the best of both worlds of, 
kind of this business book as well as a fun parable to read at the same time. So what made you come up with the idea to write this book? You know, I, I really have to thank my clients because for so many years, uh, having done the program, I have heard over and over again, this is the best program I've ever taken. And you've helped me find myself. I landed the promotion I wanted. Uh, I, I became a motivational speaker and never knew it was in me. Whatever uh, these kinds of testimonials that I've heard, and they said, please take this to a wider audience. It can really benefit so many more people. Then, and I think I was a little bit hiding in that imposter syndrome and just focused on my clients and instead said, you know, I really do need to take this work broader and bring it to a wider audience. And so I'm so glad that the book is coming out and there's actually an app. And when you, when you get the book, you can download three free steps of the app as well. And there's all kinds of tools and assessments that are included that you can download in the book. It can really help people do the inner work to see what is my authentic brand and my authentic presence and what's the type of audience I want to best serve and how do I best serve them, them the best. I love that. So how long did it take you to write the book? Oh, my gosh. Uh, at least two years. And it's hard because, you know, I'm, I'm a mom uh, to a sophomore in high school and I am and and, you know, I run a business. And so I had to really budget time wisely. And so I couldn't just sit down and write a book in a month or two months or three months. But I did little pieces. And then COVID happened and all of our training programs were canceled overnight because they were face to face. So we had to pivot and do all of our training programs we now do virtually and people are really loving the way we do them because they're very interactive and engaging. But I had more time to focus on the book. So I was able to finish the book and get a publisher and, and get it out into the world. But it's it's a huge process. And it's it's almost like birthing a child, right? That you are mm -hmm. incubating for for a couple years uh, with a child, it's nine months, but in this case, it was two years. And then you have to raise it. You know, it's mm -hmm. one thing to put the book out there, then you have to market it and, and get the word out. Yeah, and your book hasn't even officially launched yet. So I can imagine you're going into almost full, full bro, um, taking care of it, like the toddler years. Exactly, exactly. It's, it's that's That's so true. Yes, it launches October 19th. It is available for pre-order now on Amazon uh, that, that you can look up the authenticity code. So you can pre-order it and it does launch October 19th. We're going to have to take right now, take a quick commercial break, but then we'll be right back and we'll talk more about, you know, being authentic, women being authentic in the workplace as well. So we'll be right back after this commercial. Chats from the blog cabin. Subscribe, subscribe and don't, don't miss, miss the, the next, next episode. episode. Chats from the blog cabin. Enjoying this episode? Leave a review now. Do you feel betrayed by life, your body, or by someone that you love? You are not alone and you are not weak or overly emotional for feeling the way that you do. 
Betrayal is one of the most overwhelmingly painful experiences to navigate because it strikes at the core of who you are and what you are worth. No matter how gutted you feel, there is hope. You can flourish, not in spite of your experience, but because of it, I know. After 23 years of marriage, my world was shattered when I found out that my husband had been cheating on me with five different women for 15 years. I lost everything that day, my identity, my worth, and the future I had worked so hard to create. While it was a long and arduous journey back to myself, today I know who I am, what I want, and I am happier and more confident than I ever was before. I've got what I call naked self-worth, which is the ability to see, know, and love yourself for who you are, not for what you accomplish or for who you are in relation to others. No matter what has shattered your heart, if you're ready to get clear on who you are, what you want, and to learn how good life really can be, then life choreography is for you. Even if you feel too old or are too busy because you have kids at home and you're in charge of everything. Life choreography is a comprehensive five-month, five-step program that empowers you to strip out of your labels, roles, and scripts and to reveal yourself as you are, not as you think you should be. To learn more, go to nakedselfworth.com and download your free guide that shows you how to untangle yourself from the past, reclaim your sexy, and start re-choreographing life on your own terms so you can love and be loved for exactly who you most authentically are. And we are back talking with Dr. Sharon. Um, let's talk about being authentic because that's very important is to be authentic. It really is. And I love the commercial you just showed because it is so exactly what the book is about in terms of being as you are instead of what you think you should be or maybe what someone else thought you should be. And to find that. And also, even in that commercial, talking about betrayal or a wound of some sort. And one of the things that the exercise in the book is there's 10 questions to get in touch with your authentic brand, which is who you are, who you authentically are, and who you are becoming. So it's a mixture of both. And one of the questions in there actually deals with what's your greatest wound in life? Because there is a secret in our greatest wound being our greatest gift. And so an example is, uh, I always wanted my parents to see and celebrate my unique gifts and talents. And I didn't receive that. Now they were great parents and there's nothing against them whatsoever. It is really uh, about understanding that your greatest wound is really your greatest gift to give. So if once I stopped trying to seek that from the outside and I started to give that, I mean, really, the authenticity code is all about getting in touch mm -hmm. and celebrating your unique gifts and talents in the world. So uh, the, the exercise that's in the book is you, you complete 10 questions and it gives you your authentic brand statement as well as success criteria for living your brand. 
And I think that's so important for us to be centered in who we are and who we're becoming. And it's something that you can actually have on your computer screen. You can have it on your phone. You can have it next to your computer. And I, I always say, look at it daily. And even before you go into some of these kind of important meetings uh, or interviews to really reconnect with who you are. I love how you talked about what makes you unique and and celebrating your unique gifts because a lot of people don't want to stand out. They want to kind of go with the flow and, and anything that's considered unique, most of the time society doesn't look great on it, but I love how you're like, let's celebrate being unique. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Celebrate your uniqueness and, and realize that we each have a unique gift to give. And when we start to give that in the world, no matter what we choose to do, it could be in your current role. It could be that you want to go back to the workplace. It could be uh, that you want to go for a new job or career. I know a lot of people with COVID have been re-evaluating their lives and deciding, you know, what, what is it I really want to do in life? So you mentioned COVID. What, how can we recover from this? Because a lot of people are like, they're, they're number one, they're really dealing with a lot of depression as well because they're stuck inside there. That mentoring stuff is not really happening like in the workplace because for the last year and a lot of people were working from home and I have a feeling it's going to turn back to where we're working from home again um, yeah. because a lot of people were transitioning out thinking, oh, we're going to be good, but everything's great. And then Delta rears its ugly head. So how can they, you know, celebrate your uniqueness but still work from home as well? Yes. So definitely find a, a way of setting up your work environment from home. And you can actually go out on YouTube. If you do a search, I have two free uh, webinars out there. One is called the recovery remedy and one is called the uh, remote remedy. And it helps you to set up your home office, how to use virtual technology, and then the recovery remedy really helps you to set goals and operating norms for your business, for working together as a team, if you have a team. Uh, but the remote remedy really helps you to operate effectively and efficiently remotely. And don't think that you can't do a mentoring relationships because we're still doing coaching virtually. And also you can ask someone to mentor you and say, what's a good frequency? Is it maybe once a month that we could tag up for 30 minutes and we could do that virtually via video cam? And, and I, could, I could be prepared with some questions to ask you to, to help me to grow in who I am mm -hmm. as a professional and leader. So I think that uh, we, we need to make the best of these times. And it's actually opened up a larger marketplace too. I mean, I'm getting on TV stations uh, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and not needing to fly there, or you can you can make a one of your conferences be worldwide and global, and not just uh, in in the United States. I love that. So let's talk about what we should look for in a mentor, though. Okay, great. It should be someone that you admire, and this should be you can have more than one mentor. So I have a mentor for wealth creation, right? There's someone I really admire with how she's created wealth. And I also have a mentor for leading a business uh, to scale your business. So you can think about where do I want to grow and who do I admire in those areas? And then 
you know, ask. It's so important. Like if you hear someone or uh, ask, and if you are running a business, I, I encourage you to get involved with networking opportunities such as, you know, I'm certified in WeBank. Uh, it's a woman-owned certified business. Uh, there's a something called the No Women out there. That's a great networking that I'm involved in, WPO. There's all these organizations that support women uh, to grow. And I say, find some of those and get involved, even if it's your local chamber of commerce. And hopefully they're still meeting in these times in terms of, I know many of them went to meet virtually. And it, that's what we did for quite some time. And now we are back and uh, in, in person. Yeah. I love the the idea of the Chamber of Commerce because you don't really think about that. You don't think local. You Everybody thinks global or you think national. They don't think about local people that they can connect with. Absolutely. Even your uh, Rotary Club, you know, local Chamber of Commerce, get out there and, and look up women's uh, organizations in your local area. Like I know in Phoenix, because I volunteered there, there's something called the Fresh Start Women Foundation. And they have a center for women who are wanting a fresh start, whether it be a new career or they lost their job and need a job or a divorce, death of a loved one, whatever, whatever it is. And they're trying to recreate themselves. So find out locally what's available and take advantage of those local resources. I love that. And let's talk about let's switch a little bit. And let's you already mentioned about working from home and how do you stop? How do you make it a priority to say, okay, work stops now and home life starts? Because a lot of women are really struggling with this, trying to juggle because they're at home. Their kids think, oh, well, mom's home. Let's go in and while mom's on a Zoom call, because you've seen, I know you've seen all these videos of, you know, kids walking across the background, like in their underwear and stuff like that. Yes. When mom's on a Zoom call and stuff like that. So right. how, do, how, do, how can moms and women and men for that too, how can they make sure that their kids and their family knows that this is work time, this is mom playtime? Absolutely. So you should have a workspace, a, des a designated workspace in your home, uh, if possible, with a door. I highly recommend if you have that. And that with the door, you put a sign on it that says, you know, this is work time or somehow Zoom in progress. You let them know that really do not come in here unless there's an emergency and then you text me on the phone before you open the door. You know, just have ways mm -hmm. of operating in your home as well because yeah, you don't you don't want the children or the pets coming into the Zoom. I mean, people have been really understanding though too. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it just happens. And then you just say, oh, there it is. You know, we're not all perfect. And we're all making the best that we can of this difficult situation. But I found having a designated workplace. And then when I close that door at night, when I'm done, I really try to refocus on my family, recharging myself. I always try to end the day with a walk uh, just to clear my head and have like a little transition time before going in and being with my family. I love that. So you talk about before you leave or after you leave work, before you transition to your family, you have a little bit of self-care time to kind of download everything that happened at work. If like bombs went off, you were able to just kind of like, okay, now I can head into 
instead of straight into your family life and trying to figure out what crisis you have to put out there. Absolutely. And actually, Alison Armstrong talks about this as women need to empty our baskets. And that means we need to vent out what happened during the day in order to be present. So I even have a dear friend that we love to walk and talk on the phone. And so we'll often do that, even if it's just 30 minutes, walk and talk. And we, we download our days to each other. And then when we go show up for our loved ones, we're in a much better place. How did you hit on talking, calling a, a friend while you're walking? How did you hit on that? Was that something that just aha moment came about or? You know, it was really, I did take some programs that Alison Armstrong uh, talked about and, and taught. And she said, it's very important to empty your basket. And I thought about it and I'm like, well, I always don't want to be emptying my basket to my husband because that's going to get old for him. And, <laughs> and so, uh, and women tend to love to do that with each other. Mm -hmm. So I just, I found a friend who also runs a business and it just really helps us at the end of our day to say, okay, I'm an event, you're going to vent. And then we, we get it out and we often have ideas to support each other as well. And it's, it's really important relationship in, in my life. So I'd love that relationship, but has there ever been a time where I'm like, hold on, I got to text this to myself because she's mentioned something really awesome that you don't want to forget it. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. To keep it. Uh, you mean that you choose to keep something to yourself? Yeah. 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 Definitely. Because but because yeah, we're a lot pretty of times, oh, I didn't mean to talk over you, but a lot of times when you're talking to a friend, ideas will sprout out of your head or they'll say something and you're like, wait a second, I got to get it down before I forget about it. Right. Oh, yeah. And then I will uh, text myself when a good idea comes in. Absolutely. So you can text yourself when you're walking and talking. <laughs> I love that. So let's talk about how when we're managing change, because we're talking about virtual, we were just talking about being at home virtually and a lot yes. of people went to back to work and now it's going to look like we're going to transition back to virtual again. How can we manage that change? Not only for ourselves, because you get that craziness. Like for instance, if you're on a zoom call, you don't really sometimes don't have to worry about the bottom half. You can wear your shorts or your sweatshirts or sweatpants or whatever. But a lot of times when you're going into office, you have to dress all to yes. the and everything. So yes. let's talk about how your mindset has to change basically too when you're working at home as opposed to going into an office and working. Absolutely. Yes. Something I started to do because we are on video is even uh, when I don't have a video conference, I'll often get ready in the morning anyway, because I think it's really important. It, it helps our attitude to feel like, okay, I am dressed for the workplace. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell you the number of times that I've had to, even today, right? When I said, oh, look, the, the lights are too bright when we first started. And I said, let me get up and turn them off. Well, if I had pajama bottoms on, you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have said that. So I did dress today because I knew we had this, this call. And you just never know when you need to stand up. What if one of your kids comes in and you have to stand up and grab them or a pet? So I say uh, still still feel like you're in the office, even when you're not. Uh, and and just make sure that you sit down with your family and say, look, this is happening. This is what I need from you. Set some clear boundaries of when to come in and how to contact you if they need you. Uh, it's the same kind of thing 
if you're in the workplace, people tend to know that etiquette. Mm -hmm. They know, okay, I'm going to knock on the door before I enter or make sure you're not on a phone call before I enter. But your family doesn't know that. So you need to let them know it. That is so true. Most of the time, like right, particularly right now, it's just because it's me and my younger daughter who's 19 is home. But I'm in the blog cabin, which is like 50 feet outside of my back door. But most of the time, if I know my husband's coming, I have a big stop sign that I put on my door. And it's like, stop. So he doesn't just walk right in because he's been known to just walk right in during the interview. And I'm like, no, go away. (laughs) Exactly. It's like setting those ground rules, you know? And it wasn't until I put the stop sign up there that he's like, and then all of a sudden I can see him peeking in the window. I'm like, dude, the stop sign is up. (laughs) That's right. You need one for your hand too, right? To hold it up. Stop. Exactly. So why did you decide to do mainly for women? And because women really need strong role models. Yes. You know, I, I work with women and men. I really do. A lot of the PR that we've been receiving for the book has been with women audiences. Uh, but I think that this work of being authentic and the code is your presence plus your audience plus your presentation equals your success. And so you can grow in all three of those areas, in your presence, and how you serve your audience, and also how you present your message. And so I really am, when we do our programs, it's a mixture of women and men uh, in, the, in the program, definitely. I love that, that you're not singled out because you're a woman, like you said earlier, that you were trying to help women with finding mentors, but have some of your mentors been men as well? Oh, absolutely. In fact, I have one right now that's our business advisor. So it was someone who really built and scaled a very successful learning company, like the one I'm building and scaling. Mm -hmm. And I, I want, and so I asked him, I actually met him through interviewing uh, a a candidate and she used to work for him. So that's how Mm -hmm. I met him. And, And after I got the reference on her, I said, I just adore you. Would you consider mentoring me in my business? And, and so he's, he's our business advisor now. He'll facilitate uh, leadership team offsites for our company and helping us to have strategies and norms. Absolutely. So I think it's very important to have a combination of, of both the masculine and the feminine. So I know we've probably touched on this before, but let's go again and talk about what you should look for in a mentor. Yes. So definitely someone who you admire. It should be someone who is going to tell you the truth. So Mm -hmm. you don't want someone to sugarcoat or, you know, not, not be open with you because you need to be open to their feedback. So definitely someone who will tell you both the good things you're doing and help you to celebrate and nurture, but also to challenge you and to help you to really go to that next level and see your highest potential. So I think that those are very important also to, to think about what are your goals in life and, mm-hmm. and then what are people, who are the people that you know who have achieved those goals? Like I just mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, this gentleman who's helping us, he already grew a huge training company and now is retired. And so I knew that I really wanted to get his perspective. 
So is with the mentor, I know a lot of people think dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign. Are your mentors, do you pay them or is it something that they do just because they, they want to be? Some I pay and some I don't. So I think that when you join an organization and there's and you're in an organization, many of those mentors I don't pay, like we're there to help each other mm -hmm. out. And sometimes we cross mentor. Like I just taught one of my mentors how to be a coach because she retired from a successful business and wanted to be a coach. So I taught her how to be a coach and then she's mentoring me. So you can also barter time. And then some, if you're not taking a ton of their time, like 30 minutes a month, many times people will go ahead and say, I'll mentor you. You don't need to pay me. Uh, then, and then there's but for the gentleman, I said, my business advisor, we definitely will pay him because he's giving considerable time, not, yeah. not just 30 minutes a month. I love that. So there's paid and free. So you just need to search around and look and see what kind of fits your budget as well. Exactly. That's right. Yes. And there's an article uh, that I wrote in the Authority magazine. You, you can look up under my name, Dr. Sharon Lamb Hartman on death on finding and making sure that you have a supportive community in your life i love that so let's talk about inside out learning again and tell us a little sure. bit more about that absolutely so I've, I've been in business for 20 years and we have about 40 consultants worldwide and about seven full-time employees and we work in fortune 500 companies we'll go in we do authenticity code programs virtually and in person. And we also do coaching. Even if you have a big communication that you have coming up, a presentation, and you just want spot coaching, like a couple sessions to do a great presentation to wow them. And we have programs anywhere from two hours to five days that we do. And we do these virtually in person. Uh, we also go in and help offsites. So let's say a team wants to do some team building and also come up with their strategy and operating norms or role clarity, we, we go in and we help with that as well. So we're really about transformative learning that lasts. We love to go in and help people shift their mindsets, shift their behaviors, shift their culture, and then to really have uh, achieve those goals that are so important to them to achieve. And I love that. Um, so you're more of a corporate setting than you are for individuals? No, we, uh, no, we actually, we have both now. So we probably five years ago, were much more into the corporate, but we saw a lot of individuals coming to us, whether they be business owners or even people who are transitioning to a new phase of life, like I'm returning to work or... Mm -hmm. I am retiring from work and what am I going to do then in retirement? So anyone going through transitions, we help individuals. Uh, we have the book and we have a la an app that you can do on your phone. And we also have virtual training program on our website called the Authenticity Code that you can join as individuals. And you can also get coaching as an individual. So let's talk about the transitioning because you just talked about returning to work. Like mom just had a baby. She's, or the baby's took time off. Now the baby is going to school and she's trying to go back into the workforce. That's yes. going to be hard. Yes, it is. It is. And uh, I've been through that as well. So 
uh, you know, when I was, uh, had my son too, it's, uh, I took a couple months off and then I went back part-time and kind of transitioned slowly back to full-time work. And I will say that if you pick up a copy of this book, I promise you doing the exercises in the back of the chapter will really help you to discover what you want to do next. It will help you to see what life is calling you to do next. It will help you to get in pre prepared for that in terms of your own presence. And then how do you tailor that message? And, and what is your uniqueness that you even want to talk about mm -hmm. in job interviews? So the authenticity code is your roadmap to land the job of your dreams. I love that. Now you talking about the job of your dreams, can people use this book as an apply to their personal life as well? Yes. And because the author, the authentic brand statement asks you questions like what's one role that you most want to hold? Well, sometimes it's not a professional role. Sometimes it might be parent like that's calling me next in life. I want to be a parent or I want to be an author or whatever that might be. And I feel that whatever work you do on your inner presence and also on your communication will help you in your personal life. I use all the tools in the book in my family as well. Like I know what my, the type of style my husband is and the type of style my son is. And I know how I need to talk with them to have maximum influence. So it, it's, mm -hmm. it, you can use the tools in your professional and your personal lives. I love that because a lot of people that may be listening may not be in the workplace at the moment. And they're like, well, how does this apply to me? So yes. you just said how it applies to you. You can put it to your personal relationships. It's almost like um, I'm really big into the Enneagram. And so yes. it's almost like trying to figure out how your Enneagram has a relationship with another Enneagram number. So it's kind of like a give and take there as well. Yeah. In fact, uh, Melissa, I'm glad you brought that up. We, we've come up with over our 20 years, our own assessment, and it's called the style recognition assessment. And when you buy the book, you can actually download a free copy of that assessment on our website and you can figure out what type you are. And you could also have your family take that too, or your coworkers take that. And it really helps you to know, okay, are you more of a get to the point person or a people person, or do you like plans in place? And then we have ways of spotting what someone is by their language. And then how do you adapt your language based on that? So all of that is in, in the book. I love that. That's, that's not like, Ooh, I got to get this book now. <laughs> Exactly. I hope so. I, I really find that that style recognition assessment, because so often with many of the assessments out there, it was like mm -hmm. people would say, well, how do we know what their type is? And we've actually come up with these are things that people say if they're a point mm -hmm. person or if they're a people person. So you can listen for their language and then adapt accordingly. I absolutely love that. Now, our time is almost up. Is there any one last nugget that you want to share with us? So I will share that many times I've, when we talk about authenticity, we think about that as just me. You know, I just want to be me, regardless of who we're interacting with. And a, a challenge that I've made in the book is that authenticity is, yes, it's your most powerful way of adding value by expressing your unique gifts and talents. So it is about you. Mm -hmm. It is also about interacting with your chosen audience. Mm -hmm. And 
you choose your audience, you choose who you want to be in front of, you choose your workplace. So that's also an authentic choice. You choose your family and friends. So therefore, you do want to look at authenticity as an interaction between yourself and the others who you love and serve in your life. See, I would have never thought about that. It's most of the time when you think about being authentic, like you said, I just want to be me. Yes, exactly. Right. Mind blown right now. See, that was, a, I know, that's one of the, uh, that's one of the paradigms I challenge in the book. Wow. Yeah. So can you tell people where they can find you at? Yes. Uh, insideoutlearning.com. You can go to our website. You can email me there personally, Dr. Sharon at insideoutlearning.com. Also, you can go to Amazon and pre-order the book, The Authenticity Code, and the, the link is, is there. You can go and pre-order that, and you can check out our other programs and coaching programs and virtual programs and check out our app. It is so cool. It's got 15 steps to develop five habits in the authenticity code that you can do right on your phone. And there's a peer support community as well that you can interact with when you're completing the app. Let's talk about the app real quick. What made you decide to create an app to go along with the book? You know, it was, I started to uh, see a real movement to digital learning in the workplace. And we've developed a few of these apps that we sell for a new manager transition, onboarding, how to be an effective leader. And I said, we've got to have one for the authenticity code because and, and we, we develop it in terms of there's 15 steps to develop five habits. Each habit has three steps. And it's great because you can complete it on your own, in your own time. And then each step only takes 15 minutes to have the learning. And then you apply it in your life, uh, in daily life. And, and then you can put into the support community what you're learning and and kind of dialogue with each other. So I just think it's a great way of reinforcing the information mm -hmm. in the book. Or you can start with the app and then go to the book. I just I love that that's a B to C uh, type of, mm -hmm. of product. But also I, we're seeing a lot of companies very interested in buying the apps for employees. So where can we get the app at? The app is also on the website. So if you go to insideoutlearning.com, you'll find out more information on the app as well. And then you can, and when you buy the book, there's a code in the book that will give you 10% off the app and also will allow you to download three free steps of the app and experience it before you buy. Oh, I love that. So Dr. Sharon, thank you so much for coming on and for sharing about how to be authentic because I would have never thought about, you know, having how it applies to your relationships as well. Absolutely. Melissa, thanks so much for having me on. Thank you for all that you do. I know that this helps so many women out there. So guys, I will put in the show notes all the places where you can find Dr. Sharon, including where you can buy the book, as well as YouTube, because she said she had a couple of coaching on YouTube. And um, as always, be blessed. And most importantly, remember to keep chatting. See you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Chats from the Blog Cabin. We not only have voices for a podcast, but also faces for YouTube. Don't miss your next episode.